Welcome or welcome back to Scottish and Scared. I'm Stephanie and before we get into it, if you guys listening have ever had any strange or unusual experiences or have any requests for future episodes, please email them over to us at scottishandscared at gmail.com. You can also go follow us on Instagram at scottishandscaredpod and if you wouldn't mind, please rate, review and share wherever you may be listening. So you may have noticed um, I am once again hosting myself this week and that is the way that it is going to stay. Shannon will no longer be co-hosting on the podcast. Nothing has happened. She is fine. We haven't fallen out. It's just the way that it is going to be going forward. I will, however, be having special guests on, such as friends and family, to get their perspective on some of the things we talk about here and find out if they believe in any of it. So I am really sorry if that disappoints anyone, but you are going to be stuck with me for the time being. So how has everybody been? How has your week been? I hope everything has been good and great and you've been happy. This week has been very stressful for me but I am glad that I am here and I am so happy to be putting out this episode and getting things moving. This weekend I actually put up my Christmas tree which if you don't know me I do not like Christmas. I'm just not a fan. I just don't, I don't know why, I'm just, I, I don't like it. I don't like the smells, I don't like the colours, I, I just don't like it. But for some reason this year I have got right into the Christmas spirit and I have actually put up my Christmas tree and it is cat in the hat themed. So I know it's not very Christmassy but it's what I wanted. So with the help of my brother I put up my Christmas tree and we just kind of had a chill weekend watching uh, Halloween movies. So that's about as exciting as it gets for me but I hope everyone has had a good weekend, good week and I hope you have a good week ahead. For this week's episode, we are going to be talking about another castle here in Scotland. I think we've talked about three now, and that is literally just the top of the iceberg. There are so many other castles in Scotland, and so many of them have ghost stories. So this is just the tip of the iceberg, uh, but this week we are talking about Killeen Castle. The castle itself can be found on the Ayrshire coast overlooking the Firth of Clyde and lies within the Cullain Castle Country Park. Ugh, tongue tie. It sits on the cliff edge with a beautiful view out onto the sea and also sits atop a network of caves known as the Fairy Caves of Cullain. It's currently owned by the National Trust of Scotland but it was the former home of the Marquis of Elsa, which I'd probably 100% have said that wrong, I am so sorry, who was the chief of Clan Kennedy. Fun little fact, this castle had been featured on the £5 note from 1972 up until recently and now we have the really annoying and fake feeling fivers that feel a bit like Monopoly money, if you know, you know. If you've ever seen the castle, it is a pretty impressive building. It kind of looks like an old country manor, just on a grander scale. And that's because it was actually designed that way. The building that stands today was built in stages between 1777 and 1792. And it was handed over to the National Trust of Scotland in 1945 by the Kennedy family. As they were allegedly trying to dodge inheritance tax. But they did, they did have one request 
They wanted the apartment that lay at the top of the castle to be given to Dwight D. Eisenhower. Apparently, he had made several trips to the castle, staying there around four or five times in 1946. He even stayed there once while he was President of the United States. The castle's relationship with the states does not end there, however, because in 2011, the castle was reopened due to a refurbishment funded by the will of American millionaire William Lindsay. William had never actually visited the castle himself, but it said that he had a great interest in the stories that Eisenhower would tell about his holidays there. And so he left a little gift in as well. And by little, I mean uh, quite a lot. If you know anything about Scottish history, it can be particularly bloody and violent. Hence why so many of these castles have so many famous hauntings and Killian is no different. It too has its fair share of ghost stories and I, for one, would like to get into them. So one of the more popular people to come up when I looked into this was Sir Archibald the Wicked, who is one of the many ghosts said to reside at Killeen. If you've listened to the Mackenzie Poltergeist episode that we put out, you will know all about the Covenanters. If you haven't, I will give you a quick overview. In the 17th century here in Scotland, there was a lot of religious unrest and conflict. This was due to the king at the time trying to implement one religious ideology throughout the country. The Covenanters were a group of people who rejected this movement and created their own in support of the Presbyterian Church. Due to their opposition, they were heavily persecuted and thousands were killed throughout the years. I hope that that made sense and that I explained that correctly. If any of it was wrong, I apologise. This is just kind of what I know about it on a basic level. I should probably know more, but that is just what I know on the basic level. Anyway, Sir Archibald the Wicked was known as such because of his treatment towards the Covenanters. He was said to be an extremely cruel and heartless man. Age or gender was of no importance to him and he was known to just kill and murder these people in front of loved ones and peers. I read an account from an older woman who said he chased after a young boy on his horse and shot him point blank in the head in front of his mother, even though she was pleading for his life. As the mother of the boy who grabbed as the mother of the boy grabbed the bridle of Archibald's horse, she uttered a curse to him that went like this. When the hour of death approaches, no priest will be able to quench the ceaseless flames which burn in your bosom and no words of affection soothe your dying pillow. Archibald was actually said to be quite shaken by this woman's words and will this curse come to fruition? We shall see. So it's safe to say that Archibald the Wicked was a pretty shitty person. He's not a nice man. He's never been a nice man. There are no accounts of him being generous, kind, loving, none of that. He's just an all-around shitty person. He was also said to be involved in a lot of crime throughout his life. And as he got older, the more crime he committed and the darker his actions would become. Although there are accounts of Archibald pacing the corridors and hallways of the castle at night trying to quiet the voices in his head. So maybe he was haunted by the crimes he committed and the people he hurt and maybe it kind of played on his mind or maybe he's just a bit of a nutjob. Who knows? Eventually, he would go on to become sick and in his old age, it was time for him to move on to the other side. But he would not go without a fight. When the doctors told him they could not promise they could make him any better, he threatened to knock off their heads. So lovely. 
He also sent off the priests from his bedside because they could not soothe the fire in his breast. So I don't know if he had like a lung thing or heartburn or I don't know, something like that. But he was said to have had a burning sensation in his chest. Just before his last moments, he was said to have stared at something at the bottom of his bed, eyes bulging from his head, point at it and lay out a horrendous and probably creepy laugh. So he did die exactly how the curse intended. He did have a burning in his chest that no one could quench and there were absolutely no loved ones to soothe him in his last moments. That must be pretty hard to be like lying on your deathbed knowing you're about to die and nobody from your family or your friends are there to make you feel better and, you know, just be there while you're about to die. After he died, the servants who were living in the castle claimed to have heard loud shrieks of laughter and screams of agony. It scared them so badly they all fell to their knees and prayed the entire night. It was also said that that night was a really bad storm. So like heavy rain, wind, and it was meant to be really, really bad. On the day of his funeral, the bad luck and strange happenings, they just seemed to continue. His hearse was pulled by four white horses and sadly one of those horses just dropped dead out of absolutely nowhere and the remaining horses were so spooked by something they just would not sell so they had to be released from the hearse. The white horses were replaced with black ones but they just point blank refused to pull the hearse so for for some unknown reason these horses just wanted absolutely nothing to do with this man's hearse. As a last resort, the coffin was actually taken out of the hearse and one of the priests said a few words over it, maybe a prayer or a blessing, and then they continued hoping this would stop any further interruptions. Funnily enough, it did not. Just as they set off again, a horrendous storm broke out and everyone was kind of talking amongst themselves and they all just thought it best that they just abandon the funeral and organise it for a better day. But just as they were about to call it off, the storm cleared up and disappeared. Just to note, here in Scotland, that is a pretty common occurrence. It could be absolutely lashing down with rain one second and then literally in the same second, it could be blue sky, sunshine. That is just the weather here in Scotland. Everyone moved on quickly, trying to get the coffin to its final resting place before anything else stopped the proceedings. When they reached the final resting place, the storm that had disappeared suddenly returned and it was said that running along the bottom of the coffin was a steady line was a steady line of fire and when the fire was gone, the coffin felt lighter. So some people say that the light across the bottom of the coffin was lightning because there was an absolutely horrendous storm. So it could have just been lightning hit the coffin and that's what happened but there are other people who say that this fire was actually the devil himself coming to claim Archibald's soul and usher it off down to hell so I don't know whether I believe what I believe but I would think that if it was lightning a lot of people at the funeral would maybe have seen the lightning hit the coffin but anywho amazingly there is another story which backs up the claim that the devil himself attended the funeral the same day of the funeral there was a boat out at sea not far from where the funeral would take place as the storm passed through and the boat braced itself the men on the boat claimed to have seen something out on the water 
which they thought was a smaller boat. As they got closer, it actually turned out to be a coach being pulled by four black horses. Yes, people, you heard me correctly. Out in the middle of the ocean, these men seen a coach and four black horses. Perfectly normal. When the captain of the ship asked the coachman where he was coming from and where he was going, he answered, from hell to Colleen's burial. Maybe the crimes that Archibald committed throughout his life were so heinous and evil, he had to be retrieved in person by the devil himself. Either way, either way. Either way, his story is a pretty strange one. Could all of this stuff just be coincidence? Or could it be the work of a curse? Or, you know, maybe he was just such a bad man that even in death, there was just no respect or, I don't know. Please let me know what you think. Archibald's ghost is said to haunt Colleen. Obviously, he lived there for quite some time. He was a particularly bad man. Uh, He died there. So, uh, you know, the stories just go hearing screams and laughter. uh, Like, creepy, horrible, dark laughter. I don't know what you would call that, but like, diabolical laughter, if you will. That can be heard in the castle and that is put down to Archibald. The next ghost is that of the ghostly piper. Now, the caves that run under Killeen are known as the fairy caves of Killeen. There are a lot of stories about these caves. Some of them say that they were inhabited by fairies, hence why they are called the fairy caves of Killeen. And there are also stories about witchcraft. So witches were said to go into the caves at night and do like rituals uh, and some of them are rumoured to stay there. So there's a lot of like supernatural, paranormal stories to do with these caves. There was So there was also said to be like wet footprints in the cave. Uh, if you've ever seen a picture of Killeen Castle, I will put pictures up on the, on the Instagram. The caves are kind of like off of the, the... The castle literally sits on the ocean. So these caves are linked to the ocean. Uh, there was said to be wet, slippery footprints all over the caves just walking around and when they would go inside to look to see where these footprints came from there was nobody there the tide would come in wash away the footprints and within like the next couple of hours there would be more footprints so there was a lot of ghost stories uh and a lot of superstition around who lives in the caves and obviously people say that it's haunted so the piper story goes like this him and his wee dog were asked to go into the caves underneath Klein Castle to prove to everyone that they weren't haunted. So they asked him to go into the caves and play his bagpipes and just basically walk from one side to the other and back and tell them what they seen, what he felt. So the piper entered with his wee dog, started playing his pipes, walked in and suddenly his pipes just stopped playing. So they sent rescue teams down, they sent people that worked in the castle to go down, see if they could find them and they were never found. The dog was never found, he was never found and their bodies have never been found. So nobody knows what happened to the piper, nobody knows what got him or what happened, he just vanished into thin air. But he is said to be heard playing on the eve of a clan Kennedy wedding on extremely stormy nights and if you dare to enter the fairy caves of Killeen, you might just hear him play as he wanders through the tunnels. The irony is that the piper was sent in there to prove that it isn't haunted and ended up being one of the ghosts who now actually haunts it. I don't know, I've got a thing about caves or anything like subterranean. I feel like um, if you've ever seen The Descent, that film, 
honestly haunts me and I think even just I just don't like being underground uh we actually went to this thing with my aunt and uncle when we were younger it's called Summerlee if anybody listens ever been there it's kind of like this place where they have like sets based in different time periods so like houses that are based in different time periods um and they're all decorated as such they have like trams and stuff like that but they also have a mine which they have mannequins and stuff in just to simulate what it would be like in the mine when people are working there so you can go with your guys and you can go down into the mines so they put like a wee helmet on you and everything's fine but we went down me Sharon um my sister my and my uncle my aunt didn't want to come and I swear like I got maybe halfway down into the mine and I was just not even no it wasn't even far as that it was maybe just a couple of yards in and I just the vibe I just didn't like it there was mannequins and it was dark and it was it smelled weird I was just like no 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 no. I just I I don't want in here so I left but I just I've got a thing about being underground I really don't like it I don't even like the subway really the subway freaks me out sometimes underground nope now the ghostly night who is seen in the castle, is said to have kidnapped a young heiress and held her hostage in one of the castle's rooms. But this story is actually confused with the true story of May Kennedy of Killeen, who was abducted by Sir John Cuthcart, and she actually managed to escape and she threw him off the cliff to his death. So sometimes these stories kind of get mixed up. So the ghostly night, is just a ghostly night. The The story part of it is probably taken from that story and they've just implemented it onto this ghost. But people say that they see this ghostly night wandering through the castle at night in full armour, full garb, looking uh, pretty ominous. I don't know why, but when I think of ghostly nights, I seriously think of something from Scooby-Doo, like an episode of Scooby-Doo. Like, you would see that in Scooby-Doo. I'm pretty sure there was an episode where there was a ghost night. That's what I think about. Can you imagine just like walking down a corridor and seeing this go- this knight at the end of the thing? It gives me serious Scooby-Doo vibes. The main staircase in the main building is also said to be the location of many sightings of a woman's apparition. She's said to walk up and down the staircase and there is also said to be a grey mist in that area as well. So the woman, there is actually a lot, a lot of sightings at Colleen Castle of apparitions who are women basically a lot of people say they see like serving maids and you know just women in uh period clothing that are just walking around and stuff uh there was also a story of a man who there was also a story of a man who was a guest at the castle who was in his room he was kind of a skeptic he was in his room and he was shaving and in the mirror he seen a woman while he was shaving in the mirror and he went down to breakfast the next day and he was looking a bit peely wally and he's, they asked him if he was okay and he told them the story of the woman in the mirror. So a lot of apparitions and a lot of sightings in this place are women. Another haunted spot within the castle is the Earl's bedroom. You are able to stay the night there and people who have have claimed to hear noises in the middle of the night that all seem to come from an armchair sitting in the corner of the room so it kind of sounds like someone's sitting down in the armchair 
it kind of makes like a, it's like a wooden, so it kind of makes like a creaking noise. It kind of sounds like that, which is honestly horrifying. I cannot think of anything worse than lying in my bed all cosy at night under my blanket and then hearing what sounds like someone I cannot see sitting down in the chair beside my bed. That is honestly horrendous. Guests also claim that there is a feeling of being watched in that room. I don't know what that is. Like, I've never experienced that in my life. Like, I've never felt like I've been watched. Like, I've never felt like I've got eyes on me when I'm, like, sitting or chilling. I've never felt like, oh... I've never I've never ever experienced that feeling of, like, oh, someone's standing behind me or someone's, you know, watching me from the other side of the room. That's just nothing, something that I've really never experienced. I have had a lot of other experiences, but that's not one of them. But I can imagine being in a strange room that you've never slept in and feeling like somebody's like watching you like see those pictures paintings that you see in cartoons where someone cuts the eyes and the eyes move and they can watch you from behind the painting that's that's what i imagine <laughs> so as far as the other ghosts that Colleen, there is just like a mix of guests seeing mists shadows and those kind of stories there is no real backstory to any of the ghosts there's no like history or events that i can find these are just like a mixture of things that people see I'd also like to point out that the property manager has stated that he has never seen any of the ghosts while he was while he has worked in the castle, which I always find to be bizarre. If you look at a lot of like big buildings, hotels, castles, I always find that the staff, like the actual staff, so like people who are in the kitchen and clean rooms and stuff, they always seem to have some sort of experience when they're working. But I find that the managers and like the big people who are working there they never seem to see anything which i don't know why that is like are they just like so set-minded uh and busy that they just don't see it or is it just that there isn't anything happening so they're just not experiencing it i don't know i find that really bizarre if you look into a lot of things you'll, you'll find that also to note most haunted did do an episode here at killing castle and i'm not gonna lie guys i did try to watch it for research purposes and i had to switch it off because most of the episode was just them walking around the castle with Derek Akora. And I don't want to talk bad about someone who's not here anymore. But I just find... I just it was I just couldn't... I had to turn it off. Because a lot of the things that were being said were just like... You would know. And I just... I just I had to turn it off. So I did try to look into some of the ghosty stuff that way. Where there really was no information in that episode whatsoever. Also, in October 2019, a reporter... A reporter from the Daily Record was invited to Colleen to stay the night in one of our one of the rooms because she apparently did not believe in ghosts. She said, and I quote, I don't believe in ghosts, at least I didn't think I did until I visited Colleen Castle one dark and dreary evening. That night would end with me almost fleeing at 3am too, too scared to succumb to sleep. I was invited to stay in the haunted castle and expected to film a few shots to prove there was nothing paranormal to worry about and leave, but I was seriously mistaken. The darkness and eerie feeling of being watched as I made my way around Killeen Castle was too much. I knew I had to get out. As I fled, I thought I could hear music and voices down the halls. I was physically alone, but in spirit, I had company. So that was her experience. Now, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that Killeen Castle isn't haunted. It most certainly probably is. But... I feel like when you go into a place knowing that, well, when people say something's haunted, you automatically go in with a preconceived notion that 
there's ghosts and that something weird can happen. So I think you're just instantly put on edge and then you're just like, the smallest thing that can happen, like kind of spirals you into like, oh, so there, there's ghosts here and something bad's going to happen. And then it, I think it kind of just is like a domino effect and it kind of just goes from there. Obviously that's not all places. I do believe in the paranormal. So, and I have had a lot of paranormal experiences. This isn't me saying that, oh, it's not, it's not haunted. I'm just saying, I think some people can scare themselves with the smallest things and then it kind of just steamrolls from there the country park that killian castle is actually located in is really beautiful so if you're able to visit it i really strongly recommend that you do it's really there's a lot of grounds and gardens there's a lot of things you can do there it just seems like a really nice day out obviously not at this time here in scotland it's winter and it is either raining every single day or it is minus one so i don't suggest doing that at this moment in time but if you ever get the chance it's, it does look like a pretty beautiful place you can also stay in the castle overnight you can contact them directly uh find out about rooms and stuff like that their prices do vary but that is dependent on room i don't think you can really complain about price when you're literally staying overnight in a castle and it is a pretty beautiful one at that. But that's everything that I have on Killing Castle, guys. As I said, I did try to look into some of the... There's a thing saying that there's um, seven ghosts at Killing Castle. But I could not find seven ghosts. I could find the ones that I've told you about now. That's it. The rest are just kind of mists uh, and apparitions. There's no real backstory to them. There's no like factual information that you can kind of go look at. I don't really know where the seven ghosts come from. But nonetheless it is a pretty haunted place it's beautiful there's a lot of history there pretty violent history as i said but i think that just goes for all scottish castles it certainly will not be the last uh, and there is a few coming up that i've looked into that are along the same lines a lot of violence a lot of history a lot of blood uh killing castle also was the site of a lot of like clan rivalries and battles and stuff like that so it's no surprise that it has its fair share of ghost stories if you're interested in watching the most haunted episode you can find it on youtube but i don't recommend it is difficult i would just say that it's difficult and if you have ever visited clean castle please let me know drop me a message email me let me know how you got on what you thought and even if it's to just talk about the grounds and what you got up to that's absolutely fine too i would really like to go it looks beautiful you know what amazes me i have never i'm only 26 years old so i'm not that old but the amount of things that i have learned about scotland while doing this podcast is amazing like half these places i didn't even know existed and i'm always like about going abroad and holiday and stuff like that but finding out about some of these places i'm really really keen to do some staycations here in scotland because they just look beautiful and I've learned so much about history and I've learned about so many things that I probably should already know about. But I've just learned so much doing it and that's why I enjoy doing it. Sorry it's a bit on the short side again guys, but that is all I have for Killian Castle. Take care of yourselves guys and I will most certainly see you in the next one. <laughs>